Hey there, my name's Dominica, and I'm obsessed with all things business and personal growth. Think of this podcast as a landing place for you to learn about all things business, marketing, money, health, and so much more. There's nothing on this podcast we shy away from, so grab your coffee, grab some headphones, and get ready to be challenged to become the best version of yourself. This is the Hustle, Heart, and Vision podcast. Oh my gosh, I have not done a solo episode in such a long time, and this is why I thought this episode would be a perfect segue for me to get back into recording on my own, which is why today's episode idea is 27 things I'm doing this year. Initially, I wanted to do this episode about 27 things that I learned in my 20s, and I just felt more drawn to this topic of 27 things I'm doing this year. And it was initially supposed to be like a birthday episode. My birthday was last month, April 8th. I am now recording this in May. So clearly, as you can see, my life has gotten pretty busy. But I wanted to start doing more solo episodes. And I, again, thought this was the perfect segue to getting back in to solo episodes too. Because I really just wanted to make these episodes kind of feeling like it was just like a chat over coffee or drinks whatever is your thing with a girlfriend and just sharing raw real honest moments and the number one thing I want to start doing as I'm rebranding the podcast and really bringing everything together is start out with my quote of the week and this quote of the week is from a poem And it says, you can be the master of your fate, you can be the captain of your soul, but you have to realize that life is coming from you and not at you, and that takes time. And for me, like, that really has hit home because I've just been in this really weird headspace this last week, which I will talk about in today's episode. So why don't we get into it? (laughs) Number one is I'm letting go of the people who don't match my effort. I feel like the last almost what three years since I moved back to California I feel I've really struggled with friendships and maintaining friendships not because of like them being toxic but just people not matching my effort or like it just not putting in the same effort and so for me I'm back to just not having any friends which I don't know and it's just super hard for me or has felt super hard for me to make friends because I'm always the person who's always putting on all this effort and then it's just not reciprocated and for me I just it's just draining and I'm just letting go of that and I'm just gonna let like natural friendships flow and I also feel like it's really hard here in California to make genuine friendships. I don't know if it's just me. Other people from California, please tell me. Comment on <laughs> comment on the IG post on the Hustle Heart and Vision page or DM me literally. But I felt right I have felt that like the last year no, the last three years of living in California, everything 
or every effort I've made to make friends, it's always about some sort of exchange to people. And it was really hard for me because I did live here prior 2016 to 2018. And then for a year, I moved a little over a year. I moved to Georgia a year and a half. And I instantly made friends. And I always felt like the effort was reciprocated. I easily made friends. And I don't know, just something here about California. I actually ended up being friends with people who were 20 years older than me, 10 years older, like my same age, even younger too. I was able to match people's energy and it just felt more inviting and less transactional. We're here every instance that I've met people has just really felt transactional and has made it really hard to just make genuine friendships and something I would like to prioritize because even though Caleb is my best friend, <laughs> I think sometimes we do need time apart. So yeah, that's my number one. Number two is not sleeping in the same room as my phone and I've actually been doing really good since January. For the most part, I, when we know we're going to bed, I'll put my phone on sleep mode or, and put it on the night mode and I'll leave it downstairs. But then I realized that we didn't have a charger down there. So every time I would leave it down there, my phone would be dead by the morning. So I've been leaving it in my office where I have a charger, which is upstairs, but it's still not in my room. And now I'm not going to bed with my phone. And I feel it's been giving me a lot better of a healthier relationship of not scrolling on Pinterest endlessly um, before bed and then or getting in my head or getting sucked into whatever it is. So I feel like I've been doing really good on that one. Which leads into my next one, which is making sleep a priority. I think in my early 20s obviously partying you're having fun and very much live by the mantra sleep when i'm dead and then as i've gotten older i've just realized that sleep needs to be a priority because lack of sleep really fuels my anxiety and my not best self and it's just really hard for me to come out of anxious days and panic when I'm unrested which I do have an issue with sleep and I don't like melatonin I don't like Tylenol PM they all make me feel groggy the next day I'm feeling like unawake and making me just feel even more anxious than I was before but I did find this product from this girl who's an influencer who lives in like Australia she has her own brand you probably even know who she is if you maybe i don't know but her brand is called naked harvest and they have this product called moon milk and it's like a natural sleep aid and no joke i'm not even <laughs> i'm not even sponsored by her company at all she probably has no clue who i am i'm just a little blip <laughs> in her radar but i started taking that i bought it last year once and then I had started having sleep problems again and then I bought it last month. I bought like a big variety pack because she came out with a bunch of different flavors. There's chocolate, Rocky Road, vanilla maple chai, there's one more that I'm missing, salted caramel. 
and I bought the big variety pack and now even Caleb like we cannot sleep without it and it's just like all natural like herbs like ashwagandha camu like so much of what is just naturally produced in your body there's no melatonin in it and naturally around and obviously some of the flavoring that's in there but literally can't live without it i have never slept better i don't know how i'm going to be able to ever sleep again without it yeah and ever since i started prioritizing drinking that and winding down for my mental health has just been so much better biggest one which is my next one number four is not checking social media before noon i have a bad habit of checking that when i wake up like i'm some influencer or something (laughs) and it just made it click in my head i'm not an influencer on these like brand deals like why am i checking social media before noon i don't need to know what the world is doing and it's not like i scroll through my feed i just look at stories and then i spend like a whole hour wasted of my morning like scrolling and doing a morning routine and so i really want to start prioritizing not checking social media before noon and one of the steps that i recently made last month was i deleted instagram off of my phone i can still search it when you search in a search bar and you can come up but it's not there present so now it's making more of a conscious effort to be like yes we can check our emails but there's no need to be checking social media before noon which leads me to number five which is focusing on what brings me joy and makes me feel lit up (sighs) did you hear the breath out that i just gave because seriously i really have a hard heart have had a hard time with this oh my goodness because I keep focusing on the things that I should and shooting myself when I know that's not healthy for me and focusing on what brings me joy which is this podcast right here creating with no thought of the outcome in the end this is just my passion and it brings me so much joy and lights me up talking about the podcast having a podcast doing these episodes coming up with ideas and I just don't know why I haven't really came on for a solo episode, but I was just holding myself back from doing the things that make me feel feel lit up and doing more of the things that I'm just, oh, I should be doing this. I should be taking this solidity course to learn Ethereum in three days, you know? And yeah, focusing on what brings me joy and makes me feel lit up which leads me to number six and that is spending more quality time with trunks and river at the end of the day if you don't know who trunks and river are they are my dog and my cat and they bring me so much joy and make me feel so happy and feel so loved and i love to play with them especially watching them play together at the end of the day and obviously like i'm just a dog and a cat mom so i don't have any kids but just spending that quality time because i do spend some hours away or even sometimes when i'm at the house i'm in this super focused work mode and they're just patiently waiting for my attention and so really making it 
an intention to play with them because when I do that and I'm like I should be doing this every day to make them just feel they have that reciprocated love one arm I'm throwing the little crinkly ball for the cat and then in the other arm I'm playing tug with the dog but either way I feel like that also lights me up and gives me joy (laughs) probably I don't know if it does for a lot of people but it definitely does for me and yeah so making that a priority number seven another priority is making a bedtime and morning routine a priority in my life i feel i've slowly come into a bedtime routine which has been drinking my moon milk laying down showering doing whatever winding down before bed turning off my phone putting in my office or leaving it downstairs but more so my morning routine is really what i've just struggled with mainly because i get up check my phone and then i'm just like okay walk the dog immediately and go into this kind of okay what's on my mind what's on my brain mode but when i was reading the artist way at the beginning of the year there was morning pages and i was doing morning pages and i was getting up at five and doing cardio and really focusing on things that filled up my cup And then my birthday happened and I let the chaos of life take over and I completely fell off. So I just really want to get back into that, slowly get back into getting into morning cardio and doing some morning pages and doing the things that fill me up. And meditating is another one and really focusing on how I can fill me up before I exert energy and do all of these things because then in my mind I feel like I don't have all of those things swirling in my mind because I've already taken care of me for the day if you get what I'm saying and then number eight as you can see these all kind of interrelate with each other which is prioritizing my health and speaking up when I feel like something is wrong which is something i have been such an advocate for myself and for others in the last two years back in 2020 in may i got the nexpanol which is that little like stick in my arm and immediately after i got it i hadn't been on birth control for a year and then i decided to go back on birth control and immediately after it got put in i just felt not okay my body was starting to have really weird things going on i was starting to get rashes all over my body extreme bloating it's where my weight struggle started because i went from being 110 pounds to 145 pounds within a month doing the same exercise diet that i had before i felt really out of it mentally and after a month, I had told my doctor, can I please take this out? Like, I don't like the way it made me feel. And they were like, no, just keep it in. It takes six months to regulate. And I was, no, I do not like the way I feel. Like, I, this is not me. All the things that I'm telling you, I was taking pictures of my rashes. I was showing my bloating, showing the difference. And she was, are you sure like your exercise or you're not eating a lot more? And it was, no, I'm doing everything the same. That's actually what's freaking me so then eventually she doesn't listen so i end up going to the va 
and I'm like, hey, if you don't take the stick out of my arm, I'm literally going to have my boyfriend take a knife and cut it out of me. So either somebody here takes it out of me or I will. The VA heard me and they take it out and just talk about it. And then within two weeks after taking it out, I needed like emergency abdominal surgery. So that is why I am such a big advocate for speaking up when I feel like something is wrong because again if I didn't speak up about those things and I kept it in that much longer what would have happened or what or something worse and so clearly there is a connection even if people want to say there's not there clearly was and that's where it leads me to number nine where standing firm in my boundaries and not saying yes to things because of FOMO if you're missing out and that was for sure a hard thing I had to do last week. I was offered a job in my job search and you're thinking, oh, why you've been not feeling like yourself? You were offered a job, but this job wanted me to work a lot of hours. When I say a lot of hours, they wanted me to be on call 24-7. But even after speaking with finance experts, in the state of California, even if you're on call 24-7, you're supposed to be paid for that, at least in the state of California. They wanted me to drive to LA four days a week, and that's over 100 miles one way. And they just wanted a lot from me. And the offer was $25 an hour for the first 20 hours. And the rest of the hours I work would be paid in B shares but they're not an IPO'd company and I was feeling a lot of FOMO because I've really been trying to break into tech especially as a Latina it just has felt hard and I did think about it for a minute and then I realized my self-worth and a company is going to see my worth and standing firm in my boundaries I just said no thank you for the offer but no and I just knew that it would have just been a bad situation on my mental health because what they were asking of me even though the position was offered as remote and something completely different to then what I got as the contract offer it was just not worth my mental health just to say that I finally broke into the tech industry so yeah <laughs> And the next is uh, number 10, meditating every morning and setting my intentions for the day. And this one really goes back to number seven of making it a priority for my morning routine and just really focusing on how I'm going to be setting my intentions for each day. And I think it will help give me more focus and more opportunities to see the light in what's coming next and just focusing on my personal growth which leads me to number 11 which is getting myself organized and having specific focus times and that for me is super important as somebody with adhd and i have not taken concerta for a long time actually getting myself organized without having to take concerta being guided to do that is super important and so getting myself back to getting organized and prioritizing specific focus times for specific tasks and then getting up and getting out in the sunshine like we all know that it works right like these things work they've shown so many scientific studies that this works so 
I'm incorporating that into my life. And number 12 is prioritizing walks with trunks just to get outside in the sunshine and take mental breaks. Again, they all correlate with each other. So I think that just prioritizing time in the sun is super important, especially like if you're somebody who works on the computer and a lot of us, most of us like do now and just taking that mental break because I have a really bad habit of getting on my social media and on my phone instantly when I'm walking the dog and not actually focusing on wow it is so beautiful out today the sun is shining look at these beautiful flowers and just being in the moment and being a lot more why can't I think of the word right now oh my goodness you guys know what I mean but being a lot more intentional with how I spend my time outside and just being in the moment especially when I know it can really help with my anxiety and how I cope with um, anxiety which again leads to number 13 And that is stop hesitating on doing things like vacations or weekend getaways and just booking them. Oh my goodness. I've been so bad about this literally since 2019. Caleb and I have never been anywhere together. Sorry, I lied. We've been to Minnesota to visit his family and for me to meet his family for the first time. We did that December 2020 and that was the only time i think we've left the state yeah that was the only time and so i currently have some surprise planned for him in july dependent on how everything goes in terms of the job process it may or may not happen thank god for (laughs) travel insurance but i 1000 percent completely booked going to ETH NYC and I submitted my stake today bought my plane ticket and I just have to get a hotel and that's going to be a trip that I'm doing by myself but it is super out of my comfort zone it is a huge tech event for Ethereum and Web3 and blockchain and all that in that's happening in new york city from june 24th to 26th so it's a three-day hackathon and i will be getting there thursday leaving on monday so day before day after so just so i can visit my sister my niece and nephew since they do live in brooklyn and i'll be in manhattan those three days so just making time to at least see them maybe get breakfast whatever it is so i am making that a priority but for sure this christmas we will do something and have something concrete planned and booked and just making the time to have fun getaways together which is essentially we what we planned in 2019 prior to covid happening and then i think we've just really have felt trapped in california which has made us want to leave and why we have decided to leave and it's our last two and a half months here but that's for another episode and number 14 reading more books 
I was really good at the beginning of this year about reading books and going through them and reading. And then I fell off. As you can see, April, I fell off for a lot of things. And so really just making it a priority to start reading again before bed or reading while I'm on the treadmill and just reading more again in general. I finished quite a few books at the beginning of this year, but not nearly as much as I want to. And I did buy a lot more books at the beginning of this year. So I know Caleb will be like, you can't buy any more until you finish all these books. So making a priority. And last night I decided to take out The Magic by Rhonda Burns, which is a book that you follow day to day. So I was like, okay, this is perfect for me to read before bed. And then the other book I took out was Badass Habits. I read You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero, and it was really good. So now that I'm trying to incorporate more habits into my life, I thought, why not read Badass Habits? So send all the book recommendations this way if you got them, okay? Except any murder books. No, thank you. <laughs> Not my thing, but thanks. And the next one, number 15, is eating more home-cooked meals and eating out less or stopping at Starbucks five times a week, which I was really bad about in April. We ate out so much. I feel like we celebrated my birthday for the entire month. We were just like, ooh, birthday, let's go out to eat. But this week on Sunday, no, it was Monday night, we cooked for the week, we made our lunches, we really meal prepped. So I'm feeling really proud of myself for that. And I was doing that a lot in the beginning of this year as well. And I was slimming up, feeling like I was going to look fine again. And yeah, again, fell off. So now I'm back on the train. So catch me in the next 90 days on my way to Nashville. That is when I will have my next cheat meal. My next 90 days are going to be back on this recovery train. <laughs> Which leads me to number 16, is stop telling myself I'm too old to do YouTube and blogging and just going all in for it this year. I started blogging in 2019 and then fell off. And then YouTube, I started in 2021, made a couple videos, felt super self-conscious about myself, made one video this year again, feeling super con super self-conscious. Oh my god, I just turned 27 this year. I'm getting way too old for YouTube. Nobody wants to watch a lifestyle channel of a 27-year-old. I'm not hip. I'm not. I'm just telling myself that I'm all these things. And then having friends say to me, your community is waiting for you. Your people are waiting for you. And just leaning into that and being like, no, I'm not too old. There's still things that I can talk about. 27 is just the beginning. So I am currently planning quite a few episodes of solo apps for the podcast, but also quite a few YouTube videos blogging wise i've been working with somebody even though i'm a developer i think sometimes when it comes to doing your own stuff you just don't want to do it so i am working with somebody to help me finish my website and then i can get back on my blogging train so 
Look out, June. And that leads me to 17, which is accepting more help when I need it because I very much have been preconditioned to do things for myself, don't need anybody's help, especially with the early 2000s and even the 2010s, right? They were independent women, don't need no man. But then I have a really good and healthy partner and a healthy relationship. And I'm really bad at accepting help that I burn myself out knowing that I have somebody who's willing to do it, but I don't ask. And I push myself to extreme limits because of this preconditioning, societal conditioning of independent women don't need no man. I can do this without him. But then why do I have him in my life if I'm going to be that way? And so, yeah this year accepting more help when i need it whether it's around the house just small little things getting the groceries just accepting the help and not feeling guilty that i didn't do it and that somebody else can help me in my life (laughs) and also too number 18 stop being so hard on myself because everyone starts somewhere and I think that at 27 because my life is not the way I imagine it would be by 27 and I thought I'd be in this space life is not linear I have to just stop being so hard on myself and focus on the fact that I am doing things and I am working towards my goals and even though it's not unfolding in the way that or as fast as I've wanted them to, that I'm still doing those things. <laughs> and just focusing on the gratitude that I'm still getting up every day and I still get to do this thing and I still have this privilege and ability to chase my dreams. And that's why number 19 is delegating work and knowing that it doesn't have to be perfect because I am a perfectionist and I think that's why it takes me longer to do things because it could be things around the house. Professionally, personally, I don't delegate work and this also correlates to accepting more help when I need it. But that's why last week I literally went onto Facebook and I'm looking for a developer who can help me finish my blog because clearly my perfectionism is getting in the way and I just need to delegate the work and know that it doesn't need to be perfect and that people are still going to come and view and be a part of my YouTube, my blog, my podcast, like delegating that work away. I don't need to do it all. I am a one woman team, but it doesn't mean that I have to always be that way. <laughs> and just letting go of that thought that everything needs to be perfect and finding number 20 finding more ways to incorporate fun into caleb and my life and our lives last month we went to the sky gym in corona california it's an hour north from where we live in oceanside and we had so much fun just doing like kid type stuff and that's the moment that I realized that one it was time for us to leave California but two that the more fun we incorporate into our life the more I feel lit up the more I feel like I have ideas the more I feel that I have space to do things 
and feeling like it's all worth it rather than constantly feeling like I'm in this burnout mode. And just enjoying and so now I have a whole list of things that I want us to do before we leave it's just a little complicated because of like Caleb's work schedule so even if we get a couple of those things in I would feel really excited that or really good that we spent our summer in a way that we've wanted to for the last three years and leading to number 21 focusing on things that I know will help me grow in the long run and letting go of okay what doesn't help me grow and what does and focusing more on those things essentially I'm the queen of wanting to take 9,000 courses and then I buy all these courses finish a few and then I'm like oh that didn't even help me towards whatever goal it was I was just doing it because of FOMO or whatever it may be and just focusing in and like writing down okay what is gonna help me in the long run how can I focus on those things and it doesn't even have to be courses it can literally just be if I really want to be a thousand percent into my podcast and YouTube or whatever it may be how can I focus on doing those things? How can I focus on creating three videos a week? How can I focus on bringing out more of that creative side of myself? That means maybe I need to go on my weekly artist dates again in the artist way where I spend an hour each week doing something for myself away from my home that sparks that creativity. So really leaning into my growth. Number 22 letting go of self-doubt and low self-worth when companies say no to me leaning into that growth again of last last four weeks have felt really hard hearing a lot of no's going through interviews hearing not qualified enough doesn't feel like i'll be there in the long run overqualified my background qualifications are diverse but don't match and I really let that get to me in terms of like my self-worth and having that doubt of I'm not smart enough, <laughs> I'm not good enough, I'm not capable enough, I need to do more and more. But kind of today having that realization that I need to let go of that and lean more into just allowing the just the universe to show me that a company will value me and what I have to offer and my qualifications and my work ethic and that there is a company that's going to see that and just not rushing that process even though me as this person who's very impatient leaning into my patience and letting go of that self-doubt that it has anything to do with my capabilities and knowing that the right thing will come my way yeah that one is definitely one i really want to focus on this year and leading into number 23 which is loving and accepting that i'm no longer a double zero leaning into that self-love self-worth and knowing that's okay and being a size four doesn't define who i am as a person because i also think too i'm somebody who 
focuses a lot on the results. Like companies want people who are results oriented. And so for me, just even the size of clothes I wear because of being a bikini competitor really is how I'm feeling as a person. I'm feeling as a human, but just being like, okay, you're not a double zero anymore. It doesn't mean you're this fat POS. Being a size four doesn't define who I am as a person. And number 24, which is releasing scarcity that I've been feeling around being successful and really kind of going back into the limiting beliefs that I wrote to myself that I believe that I had around money and scarcity in January and being like, okay, I thought that I cleared those things up and going back into those and releasing those again and leaning into the next uh, one, number 25, which is reminding myself that failing is still progress. And even if it doesn't feel that way, it really is. And that every failure, every step that I take is still a step in the direction of where I want to go. Number 26 was one a friend said today, this morning, which is remembering that butterflies don't automatically fly when they like come out of the cocoon and they reach metamorphosis, if you actually look at the scientific definition, they stumble, they need to dry out their wings in the sun, and they eventually learn to fly. And that's all part of the process of their growth from caterpillar to butterfly. And so really leaning into, okay, this is me stumbling, drying my wings, learning to fly, but it's all a part of the process of the growth and and that is just about leaning into knowing right that quote i said from the beginning of that life is coming from you and not at you and really learning how to reprogram that in my mind and then my last one number 27 is bringing myself to living in the fact that anything is possible i used to be this way (laughs) when I was younger, 18, and anything is possible. I'm going to do anything and everything. And then I let that go throughout my 20s. And another friend this morning had told me we were on a group call and she was like, technology has made it so easy for anyone to be able to do anything they want. And she's like, it is so easy to become what you want nowadays. You can literally become or do anything you want with technology. I need to bring myself back to living into that fact that anything is possible and stop limiting myself to what feels safe. Oh, it's safe. I'm gonna, (laughs) even though, right, it hasn't been safe because I've applied to over 200 jobs, gotten one offer hundreds of no's i've gone 300 400 this week of applying to jobs and thinking that's the safe way but it's not really and i fall back into those patterns of oh my god okay corporate america is the safe place this is a safe place and then realizing it's not and recognizing those patterns and if i want different i have to be willing to step into and walking a different path and doing that every single day yeah that is the 27 things that i am doing this year and i'm so excited to be back with solo episodes and i hope you really really enjoyed this episode and if you haven't already it would mean the world to me if you left a review whether you're on spotify google podcasts uh apple podcasts it would really mean the world to me 
if you left a review. So don't forget to do that. And thanks for listening to another episode of the Hustle Heart Ambition podcast. <laughs>